Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast. If it was on a curry menu, it would have three chilies after it. Bam, bam, bam. Three chilies. Really hot. My name's James Acaster. Or even three fire emojis, James. <laughs> I'm Ed Gamble. How are you today, Ed? I'm all right, thank you, mate. Go you know what I, I want to do today? Go on. I want to ask a guest what their favourite ever start and main course, <laughs> dessert, side dish and drink ever is. You get the uh, small talk out of the way quicker and, qu- quicker and quicker every episode, James. Well... Ed, if I wanted to chat to you, I'd just be your friend outside the podcast. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Yes, we are asking a special guest all their dream menu components and who, James, is our special guest today. We have Kamel Nanjiani. Kamel Nanjiani. Fantastic comedian, actor, screenwriter. Oh, he's done it all. Uh, you may have seen his movie, uh, The Big Sick, The Big which Sick. he, he starred movie. and co-wrote. Uh, he was in uh, one of my uh, favourite newer sitcoms on, on, on the scene, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley, very, very big, very big sitcom. Everyone loves it. And now he's going to be in an actual Marvel film. Very exciting. That he said, uh, it's, it's no secret he's going to be in The Eternals. Very exciting. Oh, man. Is this our first Marvel actor? First person from the MCU? Hmm. Hmm, I think so. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Do you think it is? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, maybe we'll Nish. Just... Oh, maybe Nish. I think Victoria Corin Mitchell was Captain Marvel, wasn't she? She was, actually. Yeah, Victoria Corin Mitchell was Captain Marvel, yeah. and she beat the bad guys by throwing a ploughman's at them. Yeah, so uh, so he's our second Marvel actor, uh, but no less exciting. Mm. However, we still will kick him out if he mentions the secret ingredient. Absolutely. I'm sorry about that. And the secret ingredient that we hate this week is star anise, Disgusting. James. Oh, excuse me. I'd like to add some flavour to, um, to my meal. Oh, I'll just put this piece of wood in it and then not remove it. Yeah, but it looks like a star, so I guess that's nice. Yeah, like a ninja star. It'll cut your mouth open. Yeah, not like a lovely, lovely Christmas star right. that you put on the top of a tree and no makes you way. feel happy. It's like a Christmas tree. Yeah, like a Chewing on a Christmas bit of wood. Tree. Yeah, yeah. It's like eating the tree instead of the star. So, 
if Kamel mentions Star Anise, he is out of here. It breaks my achy, breaky heart. But for now, here is the off-menu menu of Kamel Nanjiani. Welcome, Kamel, to the Dream Restaurant. Hey, thank you for having me. Oh, welcome, Kumail Nanjiani, to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. Oh my God! So, once seems spectacle, much more enthusiastic. (laughs) Well, Well. James is a genie waiter. Okay, is what you really need to know. Okay, I'm very. I'm welcoming you at the door of the restaurant. Why did the genie waiter? Break the illusion that it's a podcast. Like, why did he do that? That's a very good point, and that's something we've never really what, uh, discussed. I, 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 I didn't know that the podcast was an illusion. Well, there's the illusion of the dream restaurant. The, yes. uh, the restaurant is the illusion. The podcast is the reality. Yes, both are real, actually. Well, no, but I think what Kamel's saying is uh. within the illusion of the restaurant, the genie exists. Mm. So the genie shouldn't exist within the podcast reality, only within the restaurant illusion. Genie shouldn't know it's a podcast. No, it's, it's a fucking one MCU movie. And he's breaking, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's breaking it all down. Genies in the restaurant realm. Uh, yes. Okay, but I, 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 I think I know. No, no, no. The genie knows it's a podcast. The genie, why? Okay. Genie knows. <laughs> Obviously, the genie knows. But yeah. I feel like the genie sh- kind of shouldn't pretend to know. I should keep it a secret. Yeah, I, not a secret, but go along with the fun of oh, we're at a restaurant. Yeah, I don't. But know. genies can't lie. This is. Did you know that? This is not canon. No, this is canon. <laughs> this Ge- is not part of genie <laughs> Wait, lore. So, which one, which one of us is a genie? Here? I'm from the land of genies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, genies can't lie. <laughs> genies. Can, genies can lie. I think. Can't no, genies. Ask me anything. No, we need to pick the right question. What is it that you ask people when they say they can't lie? My brother would say no. Is that? Oh, yeah, that we need another one there. Yes. Genies can lie. What about when Jafar turns into a genie? That guy can lie, right? Does he? No, you're getting confused with the mask. Ja- no, Jafar-, <laughs> <laughs> Jafar turns into a genie at the ja- end. Jafar turns into a genie at the end. How can you be a genie huh? and not know <laughs> the very few genie-based pop talk- culture? I don't like talking about him. He's a, he's a black sheep. Because <laughs> he lies? Yeah, because he lies all the time. And yeah. That's not... That's not genies so, don't like liars. So you guys can are choosing to not lie. It's not magic that's preventing. It's not like yeah. liar, liar. Yeah, yeah, it's not like liar, liar. We, we haven't been uh, liar, liar. We, 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 uh, we all swear on the, on the genie Bible at the start of becoming a genie. There's a code of ethics, I yeah. see. Well, okay. there's the guy in liar, liar, he goes green halfway through the film, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. the next employee coming for his back pay, or should I say payback? <laughs> Remember that? Do not. That's when Dorian has the mask on and he's the bad mask. Who's Dorian? He's the, the bad guy in, in the, the mask. mask. He's the wow. baddie in the mask. And, and then uh, at the end, Cameron Diaz tricks him to taking the mask off by going, uh, uh, you know, just like one last kiss. He's like, there's always time for one last kiss. And who's the actor playing Dorian? I forget. Uh, Zed from um, yes, from Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Fiction. He's like, he's oh. really handsome in a very manly way. Mm. Zed's dead, baby. Zed's, Zed's dead, dead, baby. Zed's dead, baby. Yeah. Oh, wow, he's the bad guy. Yeah, he's the bad guy in the mask. Wow. Those are the two roles he had, I think. No, are you guys as into Son of Mask? Well, this is not the podcast. <laughs> no, this, this is, is not, not the, the podcast, restaurant. No. Sorry. Um, and the, the, genie, the genie also uh, is basically IMDb as well. So and any question you want to ask about cast mm. lists. I can, can't lie about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to make it very clear to the listeners that uh, genies and uh, any mask creatures are not the same. Right, okay. So I don't want I don't want people getting confused listening to this and thinking that me and my fellow genies are like the, are like the mask and people 
and Son of Mask and people like that. No, adore me. Are you guys then sort of looking down on the mask? People? Yeah, yes. what's up with we the mask people? Them. They're part timers. They're not part time genies. Part-timers. I think you've misunderstood the mask. Oh, you you're saying that you have to be genie twenty four seven, whereas these mm. guys they can be a genie and not be a, sorry, not a genie. They're not a genie. They can be a masko. Yeah, they have whatever. magical. <laughs> they have, they, yeah, they have these maskies have magical powers. <laughs> Ooh, they don't can, say the M. <laughs> they can put the masks on and they can do things that it looks like genie stuff. If you watched Aladdin, yeah. Robin Williams's genie, and you compared it to Jim Carrey's mask, you would think they're oh, the same yeah, species. Oh, there are crossovers, aren't but they? But they're yeah. not the same species. It's not the same. Yeah, very high energy. Yeah. yeah. Dancing, a lot of dancing. Uh, impressions, maybe? A lot of impressions. Mm. Uh, we can sing songs, do big musical numbers. Mm-hmm. But crucially, we're doing it for other people, genies are, and masks, maskies are mainly doing it for themselves. They're mainly selfish, even the good masks. But also, Jafar gets turned into a genie, which means that genies can also be human and back and forth a little bit. Is that not true? Well... Jafar, as I said, I mean, you keep on... All right. Yeah, but you don't remember this bit. You've forgotten that bit of Aladdin, haven't you? Yes. At the end, he they trick, <laughs> him, they trick him into wishing that he becomes a genie. His final wish oh. from the genie. Oh, and then guess what they do. Guess right. what they do. Put him in a lamp. Correct. Put him in and a lamp. Seal the lamp up. At yeah. that point, then it's That's easy to I connect the do. dots. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, people can only become genies that way if they wish to become a genie. That is the only way. Right. You can't just become a genie any other way. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's just and that's and James isn't that sort of genie. There are no other wishes other than food based ones. Get got it, love it. I'm just a food genie. Okay, you like food, right? I have a very. Uh, I think about food more than I think about anything else, and it mm. it's every single day. <laughs> I wake up in the morning, I go to bed at night, I decide what I'm going to eat all day the next day. The next day, I wake up, I review the plan, yeah, and I'll sort of call an audible if I need to. You know, I'm not yeah. locked in. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. fluid. I'm sure. flexible, but I think uh, a lot about food, <clears throat> and um, before I go to a restaurant, I've already seen the menu and mm. decided. What I'm gonna? How far in advance? Sometimes days. Days in advance. Excuse me. Um, three to four days in advance, and then I'll sort of revisit the. It's obsessive. I'll revisit the um, my decision every day, and then if I go there and the menu's slightly different, I'm very upset about it. That's annoying when that happens. I hate that. Yeah. How flexible are you? Would you plan something three to four days in advance, and then when you get to the restaurant, if you see them bringing out another dish for another table and it looks good, will you go for that, or will you stick rigidly to your decision? I will probably stick rigidly to my decision and then be filled with regret at yeah, not sure. getting the thing that other people get. Emily will go to a restaurant. Emily, my wife, who mm-hmm. you guys mm-hmm. have met, um, and she'll look at the menu and she'll... It's the first time she's looking at a menu. <laughs> I cannot yeah. believe it. She yeah. has no plan. And she'll do this thing where – so I I have my favorite restaurants I go to in L.A. Yes. And I will always get the exact same thing. Emily will go to her favorite restaurant mm. where she has her favorite thing. One of her favorite things is this green curry with, uh, f- with fish like egg. It's got like a fun name like dragon egg green curry or yeah. something like that. It's her favorite thing. Yeah. It's top five all time. Yeah. She'll go to the restaurant where they have that, yeah. the best version of it, and she'll just get something else. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. But then every fifth or sixth time, she'll find a new favorite thing. Well, Are that's you... the thing. I think if you're going to a restaurant where you know they do your favorite thing, 
you you believe in their you believe in their mm. cooking, right? So they must do some other things that can be up there. Sure, but why take the risk? Why take the risk? Will she like at least a few times in a row get the same thing when she's just found a new dish she likes, or is it straight onto something else? Well, then she sort of got, has it in her quiver. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. Um, she'll get different stuff almost every time. Do you pretend to be okay with it? No. <laughs> I tell her it's absurd. Yeah. What's the point of trying something and finding a great thing if you're not going to get it every you single pretend time? pretend to be okay with it. That's not what a marriage is. Sure, sorry. <laughs> You've got to tell her. You guys are experts in marriages? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are either of you married? Nope. I've been no. married 13 years. engaged. I'm oh, engaged. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you very much. Cheers. Any tips for him? Um, just communication. <laughs> yeah, communication. If she orders wrong in a restaurant, I'm going to tell her. Yeah. Which she does frequently. Yeah. It's best to impose your values onto them. Absolutely. And mold, mold them. How yeah. you see the world yeah. ideally is how you then get them. This is what I've always thought, but it's good to hear uh, a married guy telling me. Yeah, 13 years. Yeah. You know, it's, 13 years. It's going great. She uh, agrees with me on everything now. Oh, well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Almost everything. This food thing, it's been a, uh, we're working on it. So I have a question for you guys. Can I do that? You can. Mm, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you guys both got a bunch of ice cream delivered we did. to you. We got loads of free ice cream delivered each. I'd say uh, two freezer trays worth. Yes. And how many flavors are we talking oh, about? Oh, 20 different flavors, I'd say, because there were lots of little tubs from Jude's. Yeah, minimum 20. I, I think more like 25, yeah. maybe creeping up to 30. Okay. A lot of flavors. Yeah. So w- how are you guys approaching uh-huh. getting through this ice cream? Well, before we answer... I do not think our answers are going to please you. <laughs> okay. Because I don't think we've been as smart as we could have been. No, it's there's no wrong Come answer. On, well, ahead. I'm not going to be upset. <laughs> this feels like a trap. No, it's not a trap. <laughs> I, I promise I won't be upset. So, I don't know about you, Ed. The first thing I did was one of the things we got from Snowflake Gelato. <laughs> they gave us a, like, uh, like a box of ice where, where it's like... Each flavor is like one scoop each. So yeah, it's like little sh- tasters of all their flavors. I saw the picture. It's like a so sheet of yes, ice cream. Yeah, a sheet yeah. of ice cream with little boxes in it yeah. that has a like scoop Like when you're each. picking paint, there's all different all the colors. <laughs> swatches. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, what it's, it looks like. It's swatches of ice cream. <laughs> I began my ice cream adventure by having like a taste of each one of them. Oh, wow. completely on board. So that's okay. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to see what each one of those was like and tried them. And really liked the raspberry sorbet personally as my favourite one. But I've was, not touched. I've not touched the swatch. Not near the, the swatch sheet. sheet yet. No. Mm, well, oh, you're going to be really annoyed with what I've done. It's a slippery slope. Just so you know, the sheet. Because mm. you do then it, it basically just because it's all just so little, but it adds up. <laughs> I ate quite a lot of uh, cake-based products yesterday because I was very hungover, uh-huh. uh, and um, I thought oh, I'll have a bit of ice cream with those things. Uh, and I've only eaten one flavour from all of the ice cream we've got. What? Vanilla. Ooh, you moron! <laughs> Ed, if I, if I was allowed to kick you out the restaurant, I would. <laughs> Look, it's, but it's really good vanilla. It's not in my... It's but I'm, I'm thinking, get that out of the way, and then I can crack on with the more exciting so it's the You, you started with the least exciting one that yeah. you knew was going to be... Yeah. And it's oh, fine. It's, you know, it's still tasty. And you're hungover, so yeah. your standards are lower. Yeah. You don't want to waste... Exactly. See, I, I, I want to be sharp for the good flavors. We could die at any second, any of us. <laughs> and you want to just have the worst flavor Speak of ice cream and then die. 
Yeah, but I did have it with other stuff. So there was a lovely walnut cake I had yesterday and a the brownie, worst of actually. The cake. You know that that's the worst of the cake. It's delicious. Walnut cake. That is cake. my fiancé's mum makes a walnut cake with caramelised pecans. It sounds terrible. It's so good, Camille. No, I'm sure it's good. It sounds great. <laughs> walnut cake's great. Is it? You like it? No, <laughs> it's not. If I'm going to pick, it's not top 10 cakes. No, not, it's not top, top 20 cakes. Sure, but it's you've not, not had this walnut cake, and I know that my fiance's mum listens to this podcast, and yeah, I'd like so to say, shout out to your walnut cake. I'm going to back I'm gonna back it till the day I die. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. For, for an easy life, you said it's nice. Which I hope is not tomorrow Let me when I say, die, because I've had a lot of vanilla. Hello, Ed's fiance's mum. Your walnut cake sucks. <laughs> And I'm somewhere in the middle. It's <laughs> yeah. not my favorite, but hey, I like it. And yeah. I also had a halva brownie yesterday. So I thought the that's vanilla good. would go very nice with that. Yeah, that's nice. Vanilla. Well, here's the thing that's interesting that you guys have with British cuisine. I've noticed that we don't have as much is there's a lot more influence of international foods that then gets incorporated mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. traditional foods. So you'll see like halva in cakes or you'll see a lot of like rose flavor in stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In America, it's not that common. Like, you guys incorporate, like, uh, tahini into desserts a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mm-hmm. fairly common to see, like, Middle Eastern flavors, Indian, Pakistani flavors in traditional British sweets. And there, it's really not as common at all. It's, like, right. pretty separate unless you go to a specific fusion place, and those are generally not great. But then it's your – it's most of your – actually, I don't know. Is that, is that like, all, all across Britain, do you think? I, well, yeah, I don't know. Obviously, like we live in London, so um, we're, little, we're little London lot. boys. We're little London which we boys. Get some flack for, which is so, fair enough. For talking about London too much, but yeah, obviously there's there's it's a larger melting pot of communities in London, so it feels like yeah, and the food scene's quite sort of yeah, yeah. It, so I don't know if that yeah, that's the case. We definitely have the, the attitude there of like the. Some people are like, I don't, I only eat American food. I don't eat tacos. Mm, I don't want weird stuff in my dessert. And that's definitely a pretty common stance, I would say. It's very sad. Mm. It's very upsetting. I had an argument with a friend of mine who was like, and a pretty good friend of mine who was like, the only good food is American food and maybe Italian He's like, I was like, Thai food? He's like, oh, I would never eat Thai food. I was like, he's never. Who is had- this guy? <laughs> His name's Joe DeRosa. He's a comedian. And, uh, he- Joe DeRosa? Yeah. I've met uh, Joe DeRosa. Yeah. I, 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 we didn't I, get onto food because otherwise. Yeah. Oh. So here's what I was going to say, how I would approach eating the ice cream, which is a combination of both your approaches. What yes. I would do, because I thought about it when you sent me the pictures. Yes. I would. I, I sent I sent my pictures. Yeah, pictures. sure. I was very upset. <laughs> yeah. I would take a bite of every single flavor, very small bite. Yes. I would sort of rank them in my head yes. from best to worst. Yeah. And then I would eat them in reverse order. So I would start with the oh, worst one, okay. finish it. And then work my way up to the best one. Now, again, mm. Mr. Flexible. You know, maybe some days sure. I'll be like, oh, I want to try the maple whatever. Yeah, yeah. Even though that's higher on the list, I'll skip a couple and get to that. So that's what I would do. How would you feel, though, if you eat the f- first one, which is the, your least favorite, mm. and then you're eating the second one, and then a man comes in and shoots you? <laughs> <laughs> I... The, if I get killed by a man in my home while eating ice cream, the, the flavor of the ice cream I'm eating is not going to be my biggest complaint. Mm. But what, what you just lay there dying and go, I wish I'd tried that. I, Definitely I not. I should have just eaten that flavor. If one. it was James, as the man came in and lifted the gun, he'd be diving to the freezer to get the flavor <laughs> he wanted the most. Yeah, yeah. Wait one second. <laughs> you can yeah. kill me, but I just want to have yeah. All I have is walnut cake. Shit. <laughs> I have my favorite one. 
So we always start, Kamel, with uh, still or sparkling water is your, your, your choice at the start of the meal. Okay. Uh, before we bring everything out. Um, what's, what's your preference? It changes all the time, but I'm going to go with still because it's a nice neutral water. Yes. And it won't, for me, get in the way of this, these amazing flavors I'm going to be tasting. So I'm going still, still water. Well, so that implies that the sparkling water will get in the way of the flavors. It, it's, it's an experience, and I'm really looking for – to me, drinking sparkling water is something where I'm really looking for nothing when it comes to water for this particular meal. Sure. So you almost want to prepare the mouth, not excite the mouth. I'm not looking to excite the mouth yeah. with, with water. It's too much personality, the sparkling water. That's exactly too right. Too much of an event. <laughs> too spicy. <laughs> too much of an event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I want like – yeah, I want my water to be completely default, normal, room temp even. Room I want temp, it, I, okay. I don't want any ice. You don't even notice it's in your mouth. No, it's just so that, just to, you know. Do you want us to like, we could, we could up to a drip? Yeah, maybe an IV. So you just hydrate me and yeah, the water is... and then it doesn't go anywhere near the mouth. You don't have to... Oh, yeah. Or we could just spritz it into the air so it just sort of absorbs through the skin. No, no. I don't want to spritz because then I feel like I'm sweating. And, yeah, and okay. I'm going to be sweating through this meal anyway. Good. Are you a sweater? If I... Yeah, am I a sweater? <laughs> uh, if, I, if I eat spicy food, and I love spicy food, mm-hmm. even if it's slightly spicy, I start sweating... Profusely, even yeah. if it's well below my threshold of spice. So, so, right. But I start sweating immediately. Emily said that I should have a reality show called Sweating in Restaurants with Kamel. Right. And it's just me going to very spicy restaurants. I would watch that. Yeah, I would totally. It's not pleasant to watch a man sweating. Like, it's, Well, I don't know. I like, think there are shows where you eat, someone jackass? eats a spicy thing and you're like, You could yes. be one of the new jackass boys. <laughs> I'm a jackass boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't be a jackass. You could be on jackass. You could be sweating, and that'll be. But it's w- no. But it's just. It's, I think puking. it's just Kamel. I think. No, by, but by the whole franchise, and it's Kamel's just the new jackass. You, you don't think me. like Steve and Bam would be there puking up while you look at what he was sweating? Going, he's sweating so much. <laughs> <laughs> and all that. It is going to be pretty gross, so they might be sweating about it. Yeah. Okay, so there's gonna, that's that's a good insight into what we're about to hear. So we might have we might have a sweaty man on our hands by the end of this. You're definitely gonna have a sweaty man. Not, have a sweaty in the dream in, in the dream restaurant, you can wear whatever you like as well. So if yes. uh, and so if you want to wear anything specific that helps with the sweating, I'm also looking for a very. If I can wear anything, I'm gonna wear something very neutral and comfortable. Again, I don't want the clothes to be part of the experience. You don't want any clothes that you're gonna look down. And you're like, oh, I'm so jazzy today. Yeah. You just want to Or anything it. uncomfortable. I want clothes I can barely feel. A okay. gown? A gown? I'm wearing pajamas. Well, if you want to be uh, naked in the restaurant, we won't stop you. I'm not going to be naked. That's that's do. Uh, that's also then so, we need to talk about the chair and um, what kind of chair you have. Do we yeah. like a chair that you can't Do you want to have this whole meal in a flotation tank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A sensory deprivation tank would yeah. be ideal. So it's yeah. just the taste of the food. Yeah. yeah. So all you've got is the food. We can sort that out. <laughs> no, I want like a dimly lit yeah. Restaurant, mm-hmm. um, even though a good you can tell a good Pakistani Indian restaurant, at least in America, by the lighting. The lighting has to be terrible for it to be good. It has to have like hospital lighting, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, fluorescent yeah. white lighting. <laughs> that's how you know it's gonna yeah. be good. So that's what you you want us to get the fluorescent lights. Out. But not in this place. No, not I want place. I want a dimly lit restaurant. Yes. Okay, dimly. A dimly lit, that's, that's dimly fine. lit, and you're wearing pajamas. I'm wearing pajamas. There's some candles, but some candles. yeah, not not every table gets a candle. Yeah. <laughs> and we put you up to a, a water drip. 
Oh, and I'm hooked up to water drip, and I've got a wall to my back. So I'm in the corner of the restaurant. So you, At the so moment, it sounds like so you're in a you. hospital cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good, though. Yeah, these pajamas with no back, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a little, yeah, and I'm wearing those uh, plastic slippers, yeah. <laughs> I can get you all those. Easy. Pop it on bread! Pop it on bread, Kamale! Pop it on bread! Bread is just more versatile. Oh, for this meal? For this meal? Oh, I'll get papadum. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, generally, you know, if I'm giving up one for the rest of my life, uh-huh. but that's not the question. That's not the question. We're not making you give anything up. I'm getting papadums. Uh, from anywhere in particular? Is they the best ones you've ever had? Oh, no, I don't think I've... The only time papadums aren't good is when they're stale. Mm. I think sure. as long as they're fresh, pretty good. Yeah? And there's so many different kinds, you know? There's like the thin ones, there's the... Thicker, cracklier ones. There's many different kinds of papadums. But then you wouldn't have a preference between those ones? Because this is meant to be the yeah, best meal you've ever had. You, whichever kind you want. I want definitely the really thin yellow ones, which I consider uh-huh. sort of the basic default papadum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want most of those because uh-huh. that's going to be the – but then I want a smattering of all the other ones so that I can uh-huh. – I'll start with the basic one. Uh-huh. And I don't mean basic as, a, as any kind of negative thing. Sure. And then I'm sort of changing up to – Feel. Yeah. I'm changing up the. So where crunch. would you go? You're, you're starting on the, <laughs> the thin, round yellow one. Yeah. Where we where we where we going now? I'm uh, doing. I'll, yes. Go ahead. Sorry, I just need for the listener to let them know that James is sort of doing it like he's DJing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're sort of the the popperdoms of the vinyl, and yeah. you're just moving I'm them around. Popperdom, DJ DJ popper. <laughs> DJ popper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm doing a lot of the basic ones first. Mm-hmm. Once I've t- okay. until I've had my fill. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to uh, a thicker one uh-huh. than the little round ones. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm going back to because now I've, I'm hungry uh-huh. again for the basic ones. So I'm yeah, going right. back to the basic back one. Back to the OG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because for me, it's always this way I asked you guys the ice cream question. Yeah. If I have a plate with five things, mm. I go in reverse order of what's the most exciting. Yes. So I'm ending with the thing I love the most. Uh-huh. I think I got it from my grandfather. Uh-huh. And so. I'm making sure the last bite is the basic papadum. So I'm finishing everything else and I'm saving that. So if you if you ever look at my plate, you'll know immediately what my favorite thing is and what my least favorite thing ah. is. I, I, was, I was also taught to do that, mainly as a way of eating vegetables. So yeah. it was always eat, the, eat your vegetables first if you don't like them as much, yeah. just so you've eaten them. And then you've got your thing you like best at the end. But my grandma does the opposite. She's one of nine kids. So they oh. used to bring the food and all the stuff used to go oh. like so quickly. It's so like you always p- eat the nice thing first. Prison rules. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> prison rules. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She grew up in prison as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With only eight other yeah. yeah. Like like a workhouse. Like, like an Oliver. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. an Oliver kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oliver kid? Yeah. Ed's nan was an Oliver kid. Pickpocket. Oh, like an Oliver Twist kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Oliver, uh, Oliver kid. Twist kid. <laughs> okay, 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 good. <laughs> Working yeah. in a workhouse with all the other kids trying to get the pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick grill. fingers, yeah. Yeah. So you've got all of these different poppadoms, Lovely. all separate, or do you want us to do you a mega poppadom, which has got all of all of them incorporated into one? I, oh, wow. I, I, I do not want a it mega looks like poppadom. A, like, it looks like a pie chart. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> I do not want. You don't want that? Like a pizza with all, every yeah. slice is a different yeah, poppadum. Yeah. It is perfect. I don't want it. You don't want it. Because I don't like my food to mix at all. Ah, it has to be, right. ideally, every plate I have is going to have like little sections. Yeah. So oh, that, like prison rules. Like prison rules. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Those, exactly. <laughs> I just don't want 
any of the food that's not supposed to mix, mix because, and I'm going to be vague here, I don't know who's listening, <laughs> there was a figure in my life who I didn't like who oh. would get a bunch of food on a plate and mix it all up <gasps> and eat it oh, no. as a bite, like like five or six different things mixed up into one bite. Oh, my. And I would watch and go, I'm going to live no. my life the exact opposite <laughs> way. So I like my food to be completely separate. Another rule I've set for myself, because uh-huh. I've thought a lot about this. I got very stressed out about this podcast, which I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> yeah, do, right? Yeah, Everyone gets The people stressed. who care about it get stressed about it. I yeah, yeah, sure. I, I don't think Victoria Cohen Mitchell was stressed about it. No, she didn't. Disrespectful. Who? <laughs> Victoria Cohen Mitchell. I hope you never meet her. <laughs> who's who's she? She winds you up, mate. She just she just winds up people who like food. <laughs> <laughs> she chooses really plain things deliberately. Yeah. Oh, what was her dessert? An apple or some shit? <laughs> it, was, it was rice pudding, I think, wasn't it? Rice pudding. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you know, it's just, nice to have someone who's, who's you know yeah. passionate. Come out, don't worry. Oh, about so it. passionate. I set a rule because I was like. You know, I I'm not going to pick bullshit like grandmother's biryani and mm. stuff like that. I'm not looking to, like, tug at the heartstrings or make him. Emo- <laughs> this is about food. Yeah. And it's not about memories. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And food I can get at restaurants. That's okay. what I've picked. Because otherwise it gets all muddy and, you know, I'm not here to, yeah. I'm not here to move people. I'm sure. here to pick the best. Food that I can get at restaurants. So that's the rule I set for myself right. to eliminate... You know, yeah. bullshit like grandmother's biryani and stuff. <laughs> sure. You're, you're, we're, we're living in a post-ratatouille world where everyone always wants to link it to memory. Oh, my God. That's exactly right. Yeah. And, and, and you're, you're, you're cutting through that. Going, Let's stop. Let's stop with this. Right. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, you want to go back to before ratatouille, right? Before ratatouille, yeah. when food was food and not linked to some yeah. memory in your Pre-ratatouille, life. Pre-ratatouille, the only food film was Willy Wonka. <laughs> and that was about eating what you liked and having yeah. a good time. Yeah. It wasn't about like, oh, I used to eat this when I was a kid and now it's reminding me. Yeah. Uh, oh, I hate that stuff. Anyway, <laughs> so this is going to be a completely emotionless meal. Just, just about the know. food itself. With that in mind, let's have your emotionally dead starter, please. <laughs> so this was, am I supposed to show my work? Is it? Uh, you can, if yeah, absolutely. I, I think we, yeah. We yeah, need, we, uh, we want to hear this. I, I, think, I think most people maybe. um it's nice that you have workings. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's been very difficult. The, the appetizer has been the hardest thing for me to pick. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I am generally not necessarily an appetizer person. Also, maybe first person on the podcast to refer to it as an appetizer? Yes, I think so. Or what do you guys call them? Starters? Starter. But it's nice to hear you say it. It's nice yes. that it's, inside, it's a different approach. Yeah. Why yeah. do you think of them as appetizers and not starters? Because I feel like they're getting me hungry for the main thing. Interesting. It's, it's more, I guess that sort of speaks to how I think of them. Because I don't know. You're, you're, that... an appetizer would suggest you think it's before the meal starts. Right. Rather it, than the official uh, yeah. opening of the meal. It's a runway. It's not the actual yeah. flight. So again, it's like the emotionally <laughs> dead thing. Like, like yeah. starters, we're like, we're starting. It's no. exciting. And you're no. like, this is the function of this. This has to st- get me yeah. ready. For yeah, the yeah the, this is the preview, not the movie. This is sure. still like, I don't want to, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not a big appetizer person. I Good. don't generally nice hear it. get them. Yeah. Okay. I will, <laughs> if very, very rarely, because I want to get to it, you yeah. know. 
I'm here to see Joker. I don't want to yeah. know about other shit that's coming out in three months. <laughs> so every now and then I will order a soup, but it's pretty rare. Yeah. And so I did consider soups and I dismissed them because did? I was like, if I'm picking my favorite meal, yeah. soup's not really going to be part of it. Yeah. I like a I like texture. Uh-huh. Not that soup does not have texture, but it's not the texture that uh-huh. I associate with. I, I, soup, absolutely not. No. I'm so glad you didn't pick soup. Yeah, soup is not a, a good start. So that's another little Ebenezer Scrooge meal, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it is. We're going Dickens again. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. so Dickensian. It's, it, do you know what? It's pretty impressive that soup has lasted as long as it has in terms of like... <laughs> yeah. That we're still eating soup. Yeah. We, and we, that people st- also stop trying to make soup happen, people, because there's like, they're trying to make soup hipster. Oh, yeah. There's they a place are. in Old Street Station called Ninkum Soup. <laughs> like I'm the, not going anywhere I like, near I like that. The title. Ninkum Soup. But stop Ninkum trying soup. to make soup all no, trendy. They're calling you an idiot for liking yeah, soup. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're rubbing they it in your know. face. It's yeah. right there. <laughs> Who wants a whole restaurant of soup? That's the section on the menu you ignore. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's. Shout out to Lobster Beesk. Okay. Well, sure. But that's creamy. It's delicious. It's, it's filling. Yeah. It's it's a whole meal. Really. Yeah, it's a whole uh, meal. Yeah. You can get that at a place called Imbisk Seal. Im- oh, Imbisk lovely. Seal. I it, like it. The Joe, uh, I did my best. The thing is, no. it, it, it was excellent. Was that your best? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. Okay. But sadly, I Imbisk am, Seal. I'm, I'm okay Im- with it. Imbisk Seal. Imbisk Seal. You know what I'm trying to do. Yeah, I get it. Imbecile. Yeah. I think you did it. I don't think you're trying. I think yeah. you're great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably works better written down. Yeah. yeah, if yeah. I am going to criticize anything, yep. it would be the lack of confidence in the delivery. Because yeah. I think you should have gone for mm. it. I should have just gone for it. We were both on board. Yeah. yeah. But uh, as I was, I was, I was confident. It's not your mind. thing. It's not your type of humor, really. I didn't can enunciate it very well. No, you didn't. Mm. There were three question marks in one word. <laughs> Imbisk <Yeah>. seal. <laughs> Go for it. Exclamation that? point at the end of a pun, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no soup. So no soup. So then I was like, is it something that, am I picking something that I get quite often? Mm-hmm. Or am I picking something that I don't get to eat that I really love? So my first Option was there's a restaurant in L.A. called Jitlada, yes. which is like a pretty famous Thai restaurant. Yes. And the woman who owns it always gets selfies with famous people. And I've been trying to oh. get on her Instagram for a very long time, <laughs> and it has not worked. And it is a source of some consternation. <laughs> <laughs> and my friends know it, and they'll send me screen caps of her Instagram like, look, Eric Andre's on it again. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's, very, it's very upsetting. Anyway, one time I went with a friend. She got a selfie with my friend. What? <sighs> Who's your friend? The queen. Ron Funches. My friend oh. is the queen. <laughs> That's why I'm the most famous person. Yeah. Anyway. Funches. I'll get a selfie with Funches. Yeah. He's a cool guy. Just, whose side are you on? <laughs> is he here? Come out, your... could, could you get Funches on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a big soup guy. So. <laughs> Sleepy Funches, they call him. So they have an appetizer starter mm-hmm. called Crying Tiger Beef, um. which I really love. And it's little strips of beef that are already quite flavorful and spicy. And then there's a dipping sauce with it that's like sour and very spicy. Um, and it's really, really very good. Mm. So that would be the one that I was going to pick. But then I thought, you know what? I'm going with pani puri. Do you guys know what that is? No. So it's a Pakistani dish. And I'm using it as an appetizer, mm-hmm. even though sometimes it can be... Do you guys know what chaat is? Have you guys heard that word? Chaat? Yes. 
Although, yeah, if you, ask, I wouldn't if you because quiz wouldn't me on be nailed it, down on exactly what it I'll is. I'd be awful. I, I, I had a nice, uh, there's a place called Mowgli in, there's one in Birmingham, there's one in Liverpool, little, little, little chain in England, and uh-huh. they do these chart bombs, and they're amazing. They're like in Bombs? This, they're bombs, so they're in like, it's the chart, but it's in paste, it's in like a very crispy pastry thing. It's uh-huh. not orthodox. <laughs> well, but I love it. Well, that what you're talking about might be similar to what I'm choosing. So, yeah. puri is like it's sort of like a crispy little pastry. Yeah. And you get a bowl of like spicy water. Uh-huh. And you put and you have a bowl of chickpeas and a bowl of like potatoes and they're all spiced differently. Uh-huh. So you poke a hole in the pastry, you put in a little bit of potatoes, you put in a little bit of the the chickpeas. And then you get a spoon of this water, and you put it in there, and then you have to slam it into your mouth because mm. it's going to start dripping because the pastry is not meant structurally to hold right. water for a very long period of time. Yes. So, and it's a type of chaat, and chaat is sort of like, it's a genre of Pakistani Indian food that's like generally doesn't have meat, generally vegetarian, and it's, it's usually a mix of flavors. So it'll be something crispy. And texture. So it'll be crispy, soft, sweet, sour, spicy. It's all sorted together. Sometimes there's like yogurty stuff on it. So I am choosing Pani Puri mm-hmm. as my appetizer because I really, really love it. And it's kind of hard to find. And if I'm at my, you know, if I'm at a magical genie restaurant, yes. yeah. that's what I want. It's also called Golgappa. Right. Right. It no, sounds delicious. It sounds it, very similar to the thing I had. And it blew my mind. Let me show you a picture. It, it also sounds like an appetizer. Like you say, it's got all the, flavor, all the flavor profiles in there. Right. So it's getting the mouth warmed up. You're ready for anything. Yeah. Right. You have a preview. Yeah. You know in a painting they say that the colors are supposed to be balanced. If someone's wearing a red shirt, there should be like a red leaf somewhere. Mm. Uh-huh. This is the red leaf. So, so yes. every flavor that I'm expecting in my... That was, that was a very good observation. Thank you. <laughs> every flavor that I'm going to be getting over the course of this meal, I'm getting previewed in... In this, That's in the very yeah. clever. Yeah. You're yeah. foreshadowing the whole meal. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> um, it's, it's, I'm very happy with my choice. Also, you were saying mm. about there's some construction required here. Yes. Do you want to do that or do you want... No, I do it. You want to do it. Yeah. As... I am full of contradictions, guys. Oh, so it's this. This is what it is. Is it? Yeah, that's, it? that's what it looked like. That, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's how the pastry Yes, goes. I think I have had that before, but I can't remember the name. Mine of the was place. very yogurty. Mine right. Yogurt, yogurt kind of stuff in there. Just yogurt in the bombs. Yes. And too much yogurt? No, I loved it so much. Okay, okay. And it, it, it was a lot. Like when you bit into it, it was more than you expected, but I liked that surprise. It was great. We were at a restaurant. It was one of those fancy ones where you get like 12 courses. Mm-hmm. And they had Pani Puri, but in chocolate. So it was chocolate. And then it had instead of, it had like a spicy yogurty filling. Oh. And it was called, I think it was called a bomb, some kind of bomb. Yeah. And it was very interesting. As someone who for years resisted fusiony food, mm-hmm. I always like very traditional stuff. Recently, I've relaxed. These arbitrary rules have set for my life in many ways that I realize have just been making me more stressed out. I've gotten more into foods that are sort of fusiony or yeah. like old recipes prepared uh-huh. in new ways, that kind of stuff. So pani puri is what I'm opening with. Um, and you, it's a street food. So you in Pakistan generally get it like at carts on the street and stuff. Would you like us to bring a cart in? 
to serve it to you? That would be. I love. I love that kind of stuff. Like yeah. if I order a dessert, I want someone to bring a cart and make it in front of me. Yeah. I want it to be a whole production. Okay. I, I I went to a restaurant called. I think it's called Gautier, but I'll check that. Uh-huh. They did a uh, a vegan tasting menu. And the the first dish was carrot tartare, and they brought out a big meat grinder and put carrots through the through the meat grinder, and it was absolutely delicious. But I think half of it was watching someone. It was yeah. like a performance art piece. I've never seen someone grind a carrot in my there you life. Go. Get no. to Gautier. Where yeah. is this place? Soho. So we should go. Are you vegetarian now? No. So I was eating more vegan stuff around then, but uh, I'd, do, I'd do that again anyway because it's uh, yeah, it's great. A lot of good vegan yeah. stuff out there now. Yeah. Get to carrot, get grinded. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a long time also to be like, I was also I also had rules where I was like, it's not a meal if it doesn't have meat. And I know that that's a very bad way of thinking. And I also, I'm going to say it on this podcast, yes. to sort of try and maybe keep myself to it. I am going to try and go vegetarian next year. Okay. Okay. In March, I've set a date. Yes. And I've told my vegetarian vegan friends to to follow up with me in March. Uh-oh. Make sure I at least try. Now, why, ma- why March? Have you got loads of meals planned up until March? <laughs> yeah, I have to go eat a bunch of goats. <laughs> um, no, because I'm uh, the job I'm working on right now, I have to be on a very specific diet. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's till February. It's like very it's, – it's just like all my meals are very planned out. I have two cheat days, and I can sort of eat whatever I want, but the That's rest good. of it – I can't gain or lose any weight right. for the next f- five months. Wow. And so I'm going to go till February. Then February, I'm going to go nuts and eat everything I want. And then March, I'm going to try and go vegetarian. So, How easy was that at the start, having to switch to a different diet, and you've got to be way more regimented and strict with yourself? Uh, actually, it was easier because um, – so I I have – my relationship with food has always been very complicated in that I feel a lot of guilt about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember very specifically uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken had opened in Pakistan and it was weirdly like a fancy expensive restaurant when it opened. And I went there and I was maybe 13 and I ate a bunch of fried chicken and it was fucking amazing. Yeah. And then later I felt like – extremely guilty about it. And so I've had a pretty complicated... I I don't want to say I have an eating disorder or anything because I I don't, and people have actual, you know, I don't want to minimize the the things that people deal with. It's not that, but I have a lot of guilt associated with food. And so every day when I would wake up, I planned my meal, Mm. and if I've planned to eat something unhealthy, I'm already started... I'm already starting on the guilt. Sure. So days before, if I've planned, I'm going to have like sticky toffee pudding in three days. Yeah. That's three days of guilt leading up to yeah. it. Yeah. And then a couple of days of guilt after it. Right. Yeah. And so the good thing about these regimented meals, which only started about two months ago when I started working on the movie, um, is that it takes all that out of it. Right. And they say you can eat whatever you want for two days a week, and it's all done with science. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it, it makes me feel less guilty about sort of – Also, uh, it's a job, right? So you've got to, you've got to eat the regimented stuff because you're bit, you're, that's part of what you've been paid for. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. So I really changed my diet in the last six months because I was like, I'm going to get into the best shape of my life. Mm-hmm. And so it required – a. It sort of became a little unhealthy for a while, and it's still probably a little unhealthy, but um, 
so the last six months food wise have been a real adventure for me. It's mm-hmm. been it's been a lot of different things. I've tried a lot of different weird diets too. I right. don't know if that's in the scope of this podcast. Yeah, sure, that's yeah. definitely a diet, weird diets in the scope of what's the weirdest one? The hardest one for me was keto. Do you guys know keto? No. That's keto is where you eat no carbs at all, basically. So it's less you try and keep to under like twenty grams of carbs, which yeah, is it's it's that's no, hard. It's nothing. Yeah. Right. Because the idea is, I don't know if this is interesting. The idea is that you have no carbs in your system and your body runs on carbs. So your body switches into a different mode called ketogenic and it starts turning fat basically into energy it can use. And so it's, you lose weight because your body switches into a different mode. But it takes, it takes five days to go ketogenic. And you get the keto flu, it's called, which is where it's, you get brain fog, so your brain doesn't work well. Because basically your body is kind of not functioning for a few days. And right. uh, it, it upsets your stomach. It's, it's a mess. And so that was the, the hardest one I did. And uh, no. Your brain stopped working. That's got to be a sign that it's not a good diet, right? <laughs> That's called, a warning sign. It's called brain fog, yeah. Brain fog? Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. Is, there, is there carbs in ice cream? I think couple, it's, yeah. Yeah, there might <laughs> be a cu- couple carbs. Maybe yeah, two, two or three carbs, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, that's the sound of the keto diet. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's not good. Brain fog and no ice cream makes James a hungry boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there is keto ice cream, but I can't imagine it's any good. It's supposed to be high fat. You're supposed to eat a lot of fat on this diet. A lot of protein okay. as well, I guess. A lot right? of protein, yeah. a lot of fat. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Is there a lot of protein and a lot of fat in your main course? Good segue. So Impressed? There is. So now... I'm going for, if this is a meal, there's no guilt associated with it. I yeah. can eat whatever I want. I am going to pick. I can tell before you've said this that you already feel guilty even though, yeah. it's, not, even though it's not real. Right. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm not sure we can do anything about the guilt. The guilt is something that you bring with you to the dream. Right. Episode. And I will take with me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's leaving please, with me. Please leave with your guilt. We, yes, we can't uh, have don't that worry. floating around. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, the next guest who comes in here, like, why does it feel all... <laughs> so guilty. Why do it? I feel like, yeah. <laughs> while, while I'm just tidying up the water drip. <laughs> <laughs> last guy. So my main course... And I've thought a lot about this. It's going to be grandmother's biryani. 
<laughs> I am sorry. I'm an un- unreliable narrator. Absolutely I couldn't get away from it. <laughs> I set these rules, and then at the end, I just couldn't keep to it. Rules I, are made to be broken. I, I really, because I was like, if there is one thing that I can eat in a magical restaurant, it has to be that. Yeah. It has to be that. But I'm guessing, to kind of stay true to your rules, it's not because of memory. It's just objectively delicious. Yeah. yeah. It's just objectively the best thing I've literally eaten in my entire life. Yeah. And um, the biryani from Karachi, which is where I'm from, and the way my grandmother makes it, has a lot of potatoes in it. Uh Now, this is a controversial thing where some people think potatoes are sacrilege in biryani. I think you need potatoes in biryani. Right. And, of course, you know, you have meat, you have mutton or or chicken or something. Usually mutton is the best version. Um, And then some people – but but I have rules about biryani that go the other way. No nuts. I don't Uh want cashews in my biryani. Right. Absolutely. No raisins. I don't Uh, want raisins. Yeah. Good boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Raisins kind of ruin everything. Uh, Well – I'd say so. Unless you're just having a little box of raisins. Je- that's the only <laughs> yeah. way raisins are good. Yeah, like a little box of raisins. Just raisins are good. Because yeah. <laughs> they're oh. ruining everything else. That texture doesn't go with anything but itself. I like chocolate raisins. I like raisins with nuts. This is incorrect. <laughs> just on their own. With huh? nuts. No, on just raisins and nuts together, but just not with anything else. Just like in a bowl. I'll give you that, but the chocolate with the raisins. Oh, and- I don't yeah, mind chocolate. chocolate I like yogurt raisins as well. I you know find, when they're like covered in they get like hard yogurt? Actually. I am being... Uh-oh. Surrounded by betrayal. <laughs> yeah. <It's> not. <laughs> but I don't, yeah, I think in, especially in savory things, absolutely not. Absolutely no. not. So this biryani, so biryani has been my favorite food my whole life. Yeah. This is true. When I was, my parents have called me Kumel Biryani <laughs> instead of Kumel Nanjiani for many, many years. They said when I was two years old, this is my two years old. My my uh, apparently my grandmother cooked some biryani and it was a big big uh, dinner party and they found me sitting in the pot of biryani eating it with my hands. <laughs> they told me this. I found out decades later it was a lie. <laughs> it, that did not happen. My dad just said it to like make my mom laugh, which yeah. I'm like, you guys have been married for decades. I think you don't need to flirt anymore. <laughs> the deal is sealed. It's in the bag, Dad. <laughs> um, and uh, so, 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 but that was my origin story. I was like, oh, this is why sound I like, like it. A superhero origin story. You, you fell into a pound of biryani. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love the. F- flavor of it and what's so there's like it's layers right yeah. Yeah. I, I know I'm regressing because that's the best I could come up with I like the flavor of it yeah as soon as I'm you said your family called still... you Kamel Biryani I was like James is not going to stop laughing at yeah me, so I can't stop so... laughing that you've been called Kamel Biryani I can't also <laughs> when you said about falling into the pot of biryani and being, and being found eating it and, that, <laughs> and just the fact it was a lie so, that you were being told it yeah. so like I just imagine the lies like when we came out and you were sitting in that pot and you'd eaten all the biryani and you were two years old but you looked up at us and you said more please (laughs) (laughs) yeah your first words were biryani more please (laughs) all lies I I, I love the whole thing and then my dad 
when I told him, when he, he was like, when he told me it was a lie, it wasn't like, hey, I have to tell you something. He was like, it was very dismissive. He was like, yeah, it was a lie. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, imagine how hot a pot of biryani is. You think you crawled in there? And if a pot is full, there's no room for you to crawl in. So he's like, just the physics doesn't work. Like, you know how when you're a little kid, you hear something and then you don't question the logic yeah, of it? Yeah, and then in your 20s, you... You look at it again and you're like, yeah. oh, no, there's no way that could have happened. Yeah. Like, it's like a pet going to live on a farm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But, but yeah. it's a, a baby sitting in a pot of biryani. Yeah. <laughs> so it's layers. It's layers. Take us through the layers. And so at the bottom is sort of the potatoes and the, the, the curry and the meat. And you cook that first. And then you put raw rice on it. Uh-huh. And then you cover it up so that when it cooks, all the fragrance of the curry sort of cooks through the rice it's very slow cooked and uh, there's, there's so, so, so there's rice on top which is mostly plain rice then as you get oh, I'm having trouble <laughs> as you get closer to the bottom the rice becomes more and more flavorful and you yeah. can start seeing the colors of the the, the base nice. in the rice as you get to the bottom and then at the bottom is the most flavor so when you're getting biryani you have to sort of go straight down yeah yeah so you get all the different layers of it so you get you want to get some of the plain rice just to mix it up mm-hmm. then you get the flavorful rice and then at the bottom you get that and then uh god i'm struggling <laughs> and then there's you get enough potatoes and i don't know how my grandmother did it but her potatoes had flavors r- right through the middle and they would be very orange wow. like like not yellow uh-huh. so whatever she was doing to it was like changing the color of the potatoes and the yeah. potatoes are very they're very soft, these <laughs> potatoes. They melt in your mouth. Has it's, this recipe been passed down in your family? So my mother makes it too. And right. my mother's is very, very, very good. Yeah. My mother is probably the best cook I know, other than my grandmother. Mm-hmm. But there is maybe a 5% difference, 3%. Uh-huh. Sure. My grandmother's is 3% better. 3% and I better. can't tell you what the difference is. But... <laughs> If you blindfold me, I would be able to pick them out. You'd be able to know. Yeah. It's not just a psychological thing. Yeah. There is a very, very small difference. Imagine if we blindfolded you to do the taste test. When you took the blindfold off, you were sitting in a pot of beer. We've done it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> and so if you see my plate, as I said, I'm working from least to favorite. Yeah. I will always have a huge... So I'll get two big pieces of potato. I'll mm. get meat. I'll get all that stuff. One piece of potato to eat with each bite. So each bite is there's some uh, plain rice. Yeah. There's some of the flavorful rice. Then there's some of the really good juicy stuff. Yeah. And a piece of the potato. So every bite has sort of everything in it. And yeah. then I'm leaving one piece of potato all the way at the end. So when I finish everything else, mm-hmm. all that's left is one piece of potato. That's the headliner. It's, yes, yeah. it's the headliner. <laughs> it's orange right to the middle. <laughs> and uh, and then I eat that very, very slowly. What do you say before you eat it? I'm, I'm not saying much of anything. You're going to say like, here we go. Yeah, I made it. <laughs> or it's Kam- all been built into this. Kamel Biryani strikes again. <laughs> yeah, oh, that'd be great if you say that. Kamel Biryani strikes again. <laughs> uh, then he's just eating potatoes. <laughs> eating potatoes. And then what I'm doing is, as I'm getting the potatoes out at first, I'm also scoping out how many potatoes I estimate are left in the biryani. <laughs> and then I'm looking at other people's plates as I'm eating to see if there are potatoes left. Yeah. Mm. Because what will happen more often than not is when I eat the final potato, 
I want more potato. Yeah. Yeah. And so if I've calculated and there are enough potatoes left in the pot of biryani, I'm not stressed out. But if I'm seeing like, okay, this is getting pretty close, then I'm sort of have to eat my biryani pretty fast. And then to, to get more biryani. To get more biryani. <laughs> and also to make sure that there's another because I want, you know, I want a full piece of potato. Yeah. Because that, it's like unrealized potential. Sure. You know, it's yeah. the whole thing is there. Yeah. So as soon as you, you're enjoying the headliner and all you can think about is the encore. Yeah. Which is also the headliner again. Yes, yes exactly. Yeah, it's the headliner exactly. coming back on. Right, right, yeah, which is yeah, what an encore yeah, yeah. is. I am so sorry. <laughs> um, be awful if you went to a show and the, <laughs> the headliner finished and then the opener did an encore. <laughs> <laughs> What's the what? Papadom come back on? Yeah. <laughs> Thank they're you very much. Do, they're doing the headliner songs <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> they're on twist on it. <laughs> um, and so then then I am not, no matter what happens, that last piece of potato, I am not, like, going fast through it. I am working my way slowly through it. But mm-hmm. sometimes, if I'm quite, if I'm pretty shameless, and my family knows yeah, what I was the say, deal is. They know. They know what the deal is. Right. I might go back and get another piece of potato mm. as a backup. Mm. And now the the issue I have is, am I eating the really hot, piping hot potato that's the best and then saving a cold one. So it's going to be like one is the best version of it and one is it's still pretty great. Yeah. But like closer to not the best version of it. Yeah. Or am I eating two sort of lukewarm potatoes? Yeah. Am I so, eating one really hot one and one cold one? Or am I eating two lukewarm ones? Because if I start with the other one, then yeah. So you're sort of in a situation where you get your first helping. Then you go and get your seconds, and you eat your, sometimes eat your second helping before you eat the first helping. That's correct. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm yeah. saving the best part yeah. of it. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, all this anxiety and concern over your meal. I'm is, also enjoying it. I, I want you to be aware of that. But has, there, has it ever gone as badly as you fear it would go? Has, that ever, has it ever been a reality? That has ever actually got this bad. Where the potatoes gone? Where the potatoes have gone, you haven't got anything past the headliner. It, you, the, <laughs> yes. The, the last potato was cold. Yes. It's all gone badly. How did you feel after? I felt awful and I said, never again. <laughs> I should be more anxious about this meal. There should be more math involved. Yeah. yeah I mean, the potatoes <laughs> are a hot commodity. Yes pun intended. Like yes. People are going for the potatoes. This is not just me. Everyone yeah. knows yeah. I love potatoes the most. Yes. <laughs> and there's an unwritten rule. You save Kamel extra potatoes. <laughs> oh, so they know, they know to they save know. you on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it rarely happens that there aren't any potatoes left. No, but it has happened. Yeah. It has happened. Because like, we're not just eating with the family. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's guests there. And they and don't they, know about you. They the have not been prepped thing. about the yeah. rules. They're just sitting there juggling potatoes. They're just, just eating potatoes. They're not like putting any thought into the temperature of the potatoes yeah. or saving it for the end. Or They're not enjoying the potatoes as much as I yeah. would enjoy the potatoes. Throwing them into each other's mouths across the table. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not looking around, around and, and counting potatoes like they're cheating in a casino. They're really yeah. not. Yeah, potato <laughs> counting. That's exactly right. Oh. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, so that's the main meal, and I'm eating a lot of it. And Emily says, when we go to... So you guys have amazing Indian-Pakistani restaurants mm-hmm. here. L.A. does not. And so I can never really order biryani because she says when you get biryani, you sort of go into this other mode, and you cannot stop eating it. So we were at a place a couple of days ago, and uh, I ordered the biryani, and again, 
because I have to manage the guilt associated uh-huh. with it. I, I just kept eating and eating and eating, and I couldn't stop eating the biryani. It's yes. sort of, I, I go into a mode, and it's very, it's, it's very difficult to break out of. So what, then, is going to happen on the side of the biryani? Yeah, this is exciting now. So you've got a side dish to choose. In my mind, you're going to be so involved in the biryani now. Yeah, I feel like whatever's on the side is going to get the side is going to be extra potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to say that <laughs> you can do that. Yeah, you, you can totally just you. do extra potatoes that are just for you. Can I have a plate of potatoes, but they're sort of coming out as I'm finishing one? Yeah, so yeah. That I'm getting. Yeah, okay. Because here's <laughs> the other thing: is if I and my parents also said this since I was a kid, if I go to a buffet yeah. and I try something and I really like that first thing, mm-hmm. I'm not trying anything else. Right. I'm just getting that one thing over oh, and going, over and over. And that would link back to your thing of going to your favorite restaurants and only ordering the same dish. Sort right? of. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's very similar. So you go back and forth at a buffet just getting the one dish. I have been known to do that. If one dish is really, really good, yes. I'll just get the same thing over and over. Are you worried that other people are going to get it and it's going to run out? You no. no? It's, just, it's just a buffet. Wanna... They've got a never-ending supply. You just, just want to yeah. keep riding the wave. No, there's no finite pot. Right. I'm just yeah, yeah. riding the wave. That's yeah. correct. Okay. Yeah. I think ex- extra like potatoes. Extra potatoes bought out at the, just the right temperature at just the right time. Yes. Which is as hot as possible. That's the right temperature. And before you eat it, you shout... <laughs> Kamel Biryani strikes again. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, to drink then, Kamel. Okay. Drink, what is your uh, ideal drink for this meal? Okay. Again, um, I had to sort of, uh, I'll, I'll show you my work. Yes. So I was like, if I go with the bullshit memory-based thing, <laughs> yes. I would have to go with... And this is not what I chose. Mm-hmm. I remember one night in Pakistan, we went to like a fancy, like the, the back when I was there in Karachi, the, the fanciest restaurants were in like nice hotels. Mm-hmm. We went to this one on the roof. I believe it was called Avari Towers. I believe that was the one. And on the roof, I tried two things I'd never had in my life. One was uh, they had uh, shawarma. Like mm-hmm. they had the rotating spit and they were and you could just go back and get pockets and pockets of it. And I remember being like, this is the best thing I've ever had. The other thing that they had that I had never had in my life, and I was probably maybe ten years old, was floats. Ice oh, cream floats. Mm. Yes. And I loved ice cream yeah. and I loved Coke. <laughs> and to put them together had never occurred to me. Yeah. It was the greatest thing. <laughs> yeah. I remember I was like, oh my God, it's all yeah. been there. I've had all the ingredients. Why have I not done this? <laughs> and so I kept going back and choosing different ones, Sprite with chocolate ice cream. Yeah. Um, and, you know, because it, it just sort of melts in there and it gets thick. And it just was... I couldn't believe it. I'm getting tears in my eyes. <laughs> it is an amazing moment this. we discover that floats. Coke it creates floats a whole new oh, thing yeah. as well. It's two amazing things. And yeah. when you put it together, you can taste both amazing things separately and it creates a whole new and thing. And there's a whole new, there's a new ineffable thing. Mm. It's yeah. like its own new thing. It's not ice cream plus soda does not equal ice cream plus soda. It equals yeah. something more. Yeah. yeah, Something happens. There's a chemistry. There's that little in between like creaminess. Yes. With the, yeah. Well, well that's the closest thing you can get to is cream, is cream soda. 
Yeah, sure. Which is, I think, I don't have it very often, but still an amazing drink. Pudding drink, I used to call it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what is cream soda? Cream soda is like, it's clear like lemonade, but it tastes almost like there's ice cream in it. Right, right, right. Okay, so It's a proper Willy Wonka drink. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. delicious. But it doesn't touch a, an actual flow. No, because it doesn't have the texture, right? Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't get that delicious scum on the top. Yeah, the it's scum delicious scum on the, the top. Scum. Oh, that's scum <laughs> on the top. That's right, where it's like pushing it to the top because yeah. evil chemistry has happened. <laughs> we could get you a whole glass of scum if you wanted. Oh, uh, you want a whole <laughs> glass of, I'll get you a glass of scum. Just say the word. Stop it. <laughs> also, because that story of you going and getting the Coke floats is from your childhood, I'm obviously imagining that at one point they were like, where's Kamel gone? And then, <laughs> and then th- th- there's a little Coke float starts wobbling and then your head pops out w- wearing the blob of ice cream as a hat. It's like, I'm in here, mama. This is delicious. And then slurping up all the scum around you. <laughs> My God, yeah. It's just a bunch of stories of me popping out of food I like. <laughs> that you couldn't yeah. possibly fit inside. Right. Like a normal size glass. Yeah. <laughs> your head comes out of it. Yeah, I once got stuck in a in a tub of ice cream. I had hypothermia. It had to take me to the hospital. <laughs> what combo are you going with for the dream meal then? Well, Soda so this is not. Combo. I'm not doing so not that. Oh, so we're not choosing. Flights. Sorry. Okay, sorry. What I am choosing is. Uh, it's going to sound unexciting, but I promise you, it's very exciting. Okay. So there's a specific Pakistani drink, and we used to get it at a place called Baloch ice cream. Mm. It's called cold coffee, but it's right. so much more than just cold coffee. It's okay. basically a shake with coffee in it. Mm. And uh, you can get cold coffee. You can get cold coffee with ice cream, which is just to also put a scoop of ice cream in there. And it's frothy. It's got scum mm. at the it's top. Don't worry. Oh, don't worry. Your scum needs will be met. Um, and it's just, it was just so delicious and so thick. Like it would co- coat your teeth and your tongue. And I don't know if that was a pleasant feeling, yeah. but now... Uh, it, it, you just and and I remember I would get it and I could not drink it fast enough because again yeah. it was if because you if I can finish it fast enough before the adults finish their ice cream I can get another one sure and I'm not an I'm not an asshole I can't uh, order two up top yeah, right yeah, yeah but if I finish one really really quickly and then the second one I get with ice cream because then I can go slow on the second one yeah. Uh. Uh, so I remember getting brain freeze from it and just sucking it down as quickly as I could. <laughs> and it just was so, so good. And I looked it up and they still have cold coffee. And it is known as a specifically Pakistani drink. Nice. Um, and where, where's it from? The the the, uh, the place where you get it from? The establishment? It's called Baloch. B-A-L-O-C-H. It's like sort of a, a Pakistani uh, ice cream parlor. Right. Um, and and then you know later like more westerny ones came in, but that was the like the the OG one. It was that, and then there was another ice cream place called Raju that had really good uh, mango ice cream when it was in season and Chico ice cream. Do you know what Chico is? No, no. It's a fruit that I've never seen anywhere else. I have to find Chico out. fruit. <laughs> it's called a sap. What is Chico fruit in English? Sapodilla. Oh, I've no, never, I've heard, never of heard of that. I've heard of sapodilla. So it's a, it's like a brown fruit, and you 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 pop it open. So you sort of it'll split into two halves. You don't need a knife, right? And inside there are two big seeds, and then the f- the fruit, the meat of the fruit is like pretty grainy. So it's got a lot of texture, and it's it's very soft. It's very sweet. 
Um, and ice cream with that was really good. So those were sort of the two big Pakistani ice cream places. But I'm going with cold coffee. Cold uh, coffee. And would you like me to bring you cold coffee and then immediately followed by cold coffee with ice cream? With ice cream, yeah. yes. No problem. And that takes us neatly. It's a nice bridge. Very nice bridge. Your, 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 your whole meal kind of leads it nicely uh, one to the other. It flows very nicely to the dessert. Your dessert. It's almost like I've put way too much thought into it. <laughs> <laughs> so now the dessert. Again, a lot of thought has gone into it. And I have discussed this with you before. Yes. I have to go with the matcha French toast at Shack for You. Yes. Yeah, boy. I did yes. it. I finally influenced a guest enough to choose a dish on the podcast. Yes. I, I this have, is great news. I have to because it's just so good and it's yes. the dessert that I think about the most. You do think about it a lot. Because it's, it's the textures of it, right? So you've got um, you've got the outside of the toast is pretty crispy. Mm. The inside is like gooey. And custody. Almost, custody, mm. yes. It's almost like undercooked or something. Mm. And then the ice cream on top. I usually think ice cream on like French toast or pancakes is unnecessary. Mm. But here it really is part of the whole experience of it because that's another texture. Because the the French toast is quite hot and the the ice cream is cold. It goes together really well. And then the powder that they put on it. Usually the powder is just aesthetic. But here the powder is a really important part of the dish. It's just thick. Kind of like the powder's very thick as well. And uh, like, the powder's uh, kinico is because it's kinico French toast with right. matcha. So it's like a I think it's like a bean, a sweet bean powder. I think that's what it is. Is it's it? Sweet yeah. Bean powder. Kinico, I think, is the name of the powder. Yeah. After the French toast is uh, the the ice cream is soft serve as well. Oh it's yeah, so that well, adds to it. Really satisfying. I like a, I like a green dessert. Yeah. yeah, I do. If it's green, I'm already sort of on board. I remember. Telling you to try that, and I re- you, and you went, and then you told me afterwards that while you were eating it, you started getting angry at it. For, <laughs> yes, for, for being as good as it was. Yes, yes, because first of all, I don't like that they give you half a slice of toast. Give me the whole thing. <laughs> sure. Where's the other half of this? Sure. Uh, do they have it? Yeah, it's not theirs. They've got my dessert. Yeah, yeah. it's mine. <laughs> I don't need two swirls of ice cream. I can yeah. manage that, yeah. you know, because yeah. I, I can. But but give me the whole. Yeah. Give me the whole. <laughs> I um I went to toast. a. Uh, they did a one night pop up thing there where they did a crossover menu with Bredos Tacos, a really good taco place in London, and they did a riff on that dessert. But instead, it was an ice cream sandwich. So in the middle, oh, no. so they had the two slices uh, and then the soft serve in the middle, and then like a cinnamon syrup over the top of it and how was it it was delicious but it was it felt like too much i like the the og classic one it took me a while to come to this i don't think i like cinnamon no i'm not a big cinnamon guy i like cinnamon yeah (laughs) i definitely like it okay you're having a whole conversation (laughs) i like cinnamon in a simple dessert where it's like the main kind of gist is like cinnamon with maybe some vanilla but like it's very overpowering yeah, that's yeah, what I'll, I don't I wouldn't like. chuck it in with a busy dessert. It needs to be the main player in the yeah, dessert, I think. Yeah. But I, it took me, you know, and I love Christmas, and cinnamon is sort of a Christmassy mm-hmm. flavor, so I associate it with Christmas, and I do like that. But the actual flavor of it, if we're mm. going to be emotionless about it, yeah. cinnamon can stay home. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I'm going to read your order back to you, see okay. how you feel about this. Uh, you would like still water, room temperature on a drip. 
um, starting off strong pop doms uh, be, uh, mostly the thin yellow ones with a smattering of the others and but always going back to the mostly thin yellow ones starter is a uh, panipuri and that uh, that foreshadows the whole meal yeah, right? yeah, yeah, all the flavors you want. That's where right? all your foreshadow yeah. is happening. Mm-hmm. Main grandmother's biryani uh, needs potatoes, no nuts, no raisins, and you want to sit in the pot of biryani. If I could, <laughs> if, <laughs> that, <laughs> if that can be arranged, uh, ideal. Because I, I think I've never felt it, but I feel like the feeling of biryani through my toes is going to be pleasant. I think you will like it a lot. Bear in mind, you're wearing a backless hospital gown. <laughs> Yeah, That's yeah, correct. that is part of oh, it. Oh, so I'm really feeling biryani everywhere. <laughs> uh, side dish, extra potatoes. Uh, served at just the right time, so piping hot. Drink, cold coffee from Baloch. Baloch. And dessert, matching with green tea, soft serve ice cream, French toast from Shack Fu Yu. Yeah. I, 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 this is the most worked up I've ever been on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I felt every emotion. Yeah. but And you said at the top that it wasn't going to be... There weren't going to be any emotions. I guess. But look at this. I, I, I kind of Do you know what? It. Do you know what, out? I love it too much. Life finds a way. <laughs> the mask. <laughs> the end where we started, with quoting the mask. The mask. Thank Life you very, thank you very much for coming in, Kamel. Thank you for, uh, thank you for having me. I have to go gather myself now. <laughs> I think my life. I have to like put myself back together. Good luck, Kamel Viviani. Strokes again. <laughs> Well, there we have it. What a meal. What an emotional roller coaster, even though he said it wouldn't be. I know, he tricked us. Fant- I mean, he tricked us so many times. Oh. Not to do childhood food, there's a childhood food. Not to be emotional, there's loads of emotion. So much emotion. It's great. I loved it. I loved the revelation about Kamel Biryani. I loved that so much. I mean, it's no, it's no secret. You no. heard how much I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> um, lovely and lovely to hear a shout out for something we're so behind in the dessert. Oh, I can't believe, finally, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've influenced one of the choices on the show. I told someone to go somewhere, they had it, and it is their favourite thing. It's come full circle. Yes. Well done, James. Also glad that he did not mention Star Anise, Ed. Yes, because he would have been out the restaurant. No mention for Star Anise. Thank you very much. Kamail, uh, if you're not aware of any of Kamail's work, you should be. It's oh, all brilliant. Come on. Look him up. Do the research, guys. Do the research, guys. There's so much stuff. Watch Silicon Valley. Watch The Big Sick. Watch your stand-up. Get, get on with it. It's all over page. Stuba came out this year. I can list loads of films. Keep going. Uh, Men in Black. Well, the, the latest Men in Black. When he played a little guy in it, little alien guy yeah. in it. He, he was in uh, <laughs> oh, what, what, the, the Charlie Day one where he's going to fight Ice Cube outside. Right. The school. Oh, you've done really well there, James. Well done. Yeah. Um, we we do stuff as well. Yeah, me and you do some stuff. You know, uh, I, I've got uh, I've got a book out. James has got a book out, Perfect Sound Whatever, yeah. about why he thinks 2016 is the greatest year for music of all time. It's got uh, a special on Amazon. I've got a special on Amazon called Blood Sugar. Uh, I don't know when this is coming out. I might not be on tour, but uh, check out my Twitter at Gamble Comedy and find out more about me. Thank you. Don't check out my Twitter. I'm not on there anymore. He's, I'm free, he's baby. deleted I'm free. it. The genie is free. The genie uh, is free. If you like the sound of any of the restaurants mentioned on this episode of Off Menu, or indeed any of the other episodes of Off Menu, don't tweet us directly asking what they were. You can listen to it, yes. hear about them, or indeed go on the website offmenupodcast.co.uk and there is a section of restaurants. It's a list of all the restaurants mentioned and where they are. Naughty, go and look at that. The great Benito's made that list for you and Mowgli's getting added to it now. Go and get the chat bombs. Oh, man. Finally, and finally, we can have a Karachi section. Finally, there's a Karachi section. I like it when a new section gets added, a new yes, place. Yes, absolutely. A new ground. Oh, and in Food Corner... 
we are absolutely swimming around in this Free stuff, food mate. corner, please. Free food corner. I mean, this is incredible. Uh, we've been sent some lovely-looking beers uh, from Station 119. Uh, they've mm. got beautiful uh, hand-drawn labels. Uh, I do like the look of these. Uh, Session IPA. Uh, Lady Mo, which is a, a donkey mascot of the 96th Bombardment Group doing, during World War II. They're, oh. all like, they're all like war-based stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that's what I want to think of. You no, know, Station 119, Pale Ale, brewed to celebrate the heroic carrier pigeon, G.I. Joe. That's lovely. Oh, I want to think nice. of a lovely pigeon. You're learning fair. while you're drinking. Learning while you're drinking and all the brave animals from the war. We've got some cake or death vegan brownies here. Cake or death vegan brownies. Look at those. Apparently there's a peanut butter flavour in there that oh, I have my yes, eye and my mouth on. Please. And... Uh, Pie Minister have sent us some pies today to, to eat for our lunch. That's, I mean, that's incredible, isn't it? I love can't Pie Minister. I can't wait to eat that. I can't wait to tuck nice into and those. Hot. And, James, uh, as was mentioned uh, in this episode of Off Menu, yes. uh, we got delivered an absolute sack of ice cream. So much ice cream, from, all on the same day. It was the happiest day of my life. From various places. Uh, Jude's sent us a lot of different flavours. I've already tucked into the... Uh, to the vanilla, so sorry. Yep, yep. Uh, Snowflake Gelato sent us the swatch of all the different flavours. Yes. Uh, Remio sent us uh, a, f- a few tubs of ice cream. Some lovely it, tubs. Uh, gelato of, that of looks ch- chocolate. Absolutely delicious. Yeah. And Hagen does have also sent us some stuff. Hagen does, thanks. Thank you. Hey, that was the last episode of this oh, series. The last bite. As uh, as you know, we do twenty apps per s. Um, yeah. And that was the end of S2. Yeah, 20, 20 dishes, that's roughly a tasting menu, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. It's yeah. a big old tasting menu, Big actually. old tasting menu. And they were all full courses, if yeah. you ask me. All wine pairings. Yes. Uh, so, uh, sad to be saying goodbye for this series, but we will be back, don't you worry, with Series 3. We're already making a good start on that. Uh, this is not the end for the restaurant. It is merely uh, we are working on a new menu, um, yes. and it's a new season. Yeah, don't worry. Your, your, your stomachs won't be rumbling for long. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be (laughs) Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like... You know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com My name is Ian Smith. And I'm Amy Gledhill. And we are from the Northern News Podcast. Where we take a deep dive into the bizarre stories we find from the North. Hey, and if you like food, and I know you like food actually, because you're listening to Off Menu. 
We've got stories about pigs getting coaxed off roundabout with crisps. We've got stories about gravy wrestling in car parks. We've got stories about restaurants getting one-star food hygiene ratings. And record-breaking Yorkshire puddings. And we've got special guests. Which you may remember from off-menu episodes such as... Maisie Adam, Tim Key, Rosie Jones, Fatah El Ghori, Phil Wang, and he hasn't been on off-menu... But we got Kevin Kennedy, who played Curly Watts in Coronation Street. Take that, eh, caster? So please, give a listen to the Northern News Podcast. Every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) 